to have you. Bill Michael Show, we uh, continue on getting your reaction to what Matt LaFleur had to say in his presser. 877-867-1670. And they're right in the sense of saying, you know, hey, look, keep talking about this young team and got to trust guys and learn this and learn that. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are the young guys? Romeo Dobbs. Aaron Jones? No. A.J. Dillon? No. Robert Tanya? No. Josh Nyman? No. Runyon? No. Myers? No. Elton Jenkins? No. David Bakhtiari? No. Lazard? Sammy Watkins? Sammy Watkins' first year in the system. But young guy? No. You're acting like he's playing with a bunch of rookies. Oh, we need to learn. We need to be better. No, no. You got veterans making mistakes. Veterans. Royce Newman, mistake. Yash Nyman has had a couple. John Runyon's had a couple. Elton Jenkins has had a couple. The only guys that get somewhat of a pass would be Romeo Doug. Don't even lump Christian Watson into this mess because he doesn't play. This whole thing is a bunch of vet. That's why we can talk about all the different problems and got to get better. And This team's got talent. There's something else innately wrong right now. Your weaponry has one guy that's a rookie. One. Romeo Dobbs. That's it. Well, if you want to go with Samari Torre, but he doesn't see a lot of playing time. That's it. What we're talking about here is the inability to catch the ball. The inability for Aaron Rodgers to go, you know what, I trust these guys. Or these guys to say, you know what, I have the ability to get open. Other than that, nah. Stop with the whole young guy thing. This young group, this young guy. Who? Who's young? Who's young? I just, I don't buy it. I think it's a load of crap. I think it has become evident that the, and I appreciate the value of never turning the ball over, never throwing a bad pass, I understand that. That was beaten into Aaron Rodgers from the day he walked through the doors at 1265 after watching uh, Brett Favre wing it, sling it, gunslinger mentality, throw as many picks as touchdowns. I, I get it. I understand that. Turnovers are death to a football team. I appreciate that. But you can't build trust if you're not cont- consistently winging it. And some of these guys got to step up. I mean, that, that's a cliche. It's easy to say. But we're not talking about a bunch of rookies running around out there. That's that's a bunch of crap. It's a lie. It, it it just it just is. If you have Romeo Dobbs split out on one side and Christian Watson split out on the other, yeah, you know what? You've you've got two rookies. It's understandable. You got to figure out something. But I'll say this: unless you know you make some kind of a big time trade for somebody who's been around the league just to still at the top of their game. You know, if, if Tariq Hill is coming through that door, if Cooper Cup is coming through that door, you know, one of those guys, wh- whatever. I mean, whatever the big name you want to throw in there, they, well, okay, then maybe things change a little bit. Otherwise, come on, man. Come on. I'm listening to these questions being fired off to Matt LaFleur, and I wanted to yank somebody and go, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is not a group of rookies. There is not one guy on this team, offensively speaking, that hasn't been around for at least a couple of years. Well, Josh Myers. He was drafted last year. Josh Myers. 
Other than that, it's like, come on, Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson are it. Samari Torrey's not seeing any playing time. I don't even count that. Amari Rogers, pfft, he's a waste toy anyway. Dude can't catch. He was never developed because you had to bring Randall Cobb back. And Randall Cobb, we all know, is only going to play six games a year. It's what it comes down to. It's what he's been. I'm not knocking Randall Cobb. It's just as he gets older, that's what happens. So this whole thing about this being a young team, man, that drives me nuts. Because it's just not true. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, David says, it finally occurred to me what Matt LaFleur sounds like when he's talking. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Uh, Mark says, I wonder what Andy Reid would have to say looking at all the new people as uh, he has as well. Uh, how do we feel about A.J. Green as a target? Chris, I was saying this earlier. Uh, A.J. Green left his game in Cincinnati years ago. Um, let's see here. Going back. Uh, this one's from Isaac who says, D.J. Morin talks. I hope I'm wrong, but we hear the same BS about a different player every trade deadline and nothing happens. Isaac also says that the NFL players don't catch it unless it's on their chest, but it's Aaron's fault, so come on, guys. No, I'll, I mean, Romeo Dubs catches the ball usually out in front. He's a guy that gets his hands out. They're taught to they're taught to catch it out in front of them. You don't want to catch it against your chest. It leaves too much of a likelihood that it's going to bounce off your chest and either fall to the ground or you know pop into the air. So you don't you don't do that. You're not taught to play that way. You're taught to catch the ball out in front of you. But you're right. Some guys, unless you put it right on their hands, don't don't have that ability to uh, to catch and adjust and move their body. That I agree with. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Chris says, uh, I think we're putting too much pressure on the rookies. Aaron Rodgers just has to get them the damn ball. Let them make some plays. If they drop it, they drop it. Go right back to them. What happened to that? It seems like if they drop a ball, Aaron Rodgers will never go to them again. He actually puts them in his own self-induced doghouse. This is garbage. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls. Uh, well, let's do this. We're, we're late for a break. Uh, Kevin, you're in Green Bay. You'll be the first one to come out of the shoot. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. friends at buzzard billies out there in lacrosse wisconsin they helped us uh, this year we can't say thanks enough to them being a part of the motorcycle ride and such and some of our on-site broadcasts but uh, specifically when we and i'm gonna be out there next week as a matter of fact i got an, uh, an event going on in lacrosse um that popped up so i'm actually going to be out back out to buzzard billies uh next week so looking forward to that but thanks to them for being a part of the program and uh, working out with us. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to uh, Kevin in Green Bay. Kevin, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Uh, not much at all. Thanks for taking my call. I uh, just got a couple points I'd like to 
vent, I guess. Uh, a little passionate and hard to watch the Packers at the moment. But anyway, um, you hear Lafleur and Rodgers talking about needing to hold people accountable, and then you hear Lafleur say that no one is off limits. My question is, is Aaron Rodgers off of limits? Because if I'm not mistaken, he's had at least four to six passes every single game this year that have either been overthrown, underthrown, or just blatantly off target. And the receiver is actually the one that's taken the blame for that when it was a poor pass to begin with. And then the last thing I want to mention is I truly think defenses have Aaron Rodgers figured out. You know, they consider that they do the uh, run-pass option or what they're calling the run solution now. Um, Mm -hmm. The definition of the run-pass option is the quarterback reads the defense after the snap of the ball. Aaron Rodgers makes his mind up prior to the snap of the ball off of how the defense is lining up. They're baiting him, making him think that they're stacking the line. And then as soon as the snap occurs... They're dropping back into coverage, and then you wonder why there's no receivers that are open because the play is being changed, and it's not the correct play being called. So once again, that's a mistake by number 12. I'll hang up and hear your thoughts. No, I, I, I appreciate it. I uh, I, I look at uh, – I, I go back to what you said um, about the problems are Aaron Rodgers. Okay, do I agree that he's missed throws? Absolutely. He's and he's even admitted that he's missed some throws. I uh, I look at Aaron Rodgers, and I I tend to err on the side of him only for the fact that he has been the smartest guy in the room, right? He where Aaron Rodgers has erred at times, in my opinion, is when. There's a predetermination as to where the ball is going to go. Now, I know a lot of plays are made to predetermine where the ball is going to go because that's the way the play design is. But one of the things that he has been so good at has been, you know, being able to observe the field, the entire field. Now, and I, I reposted a video. Somebody had said that, you know, Sammy Watkins read the play different on that fourth down pass attempt and had Aaron Rodgers, like, play faked quickly, a, a quick faked pass to Romeo Dobbs, brought up the coverage, and then tossed it over the top. Sammy Watkins was wide open. He could have gone for a touchdown and it would have been an entirely different game. Um, so I I understand all of that. I, I And I don't know specifically what's right in that situation. I don't know if Watkins was supposed to block and it was supposed to be a one-yard, two-yard out and pick up the first down and keep the chains moving, or if it was supposed to be the fake and over the top and Rodgers just missed it. I think it's the predetermination a lot of the times of where is he where he's going to go with the ball. When you had Devontae, when you had Jordy, when you had Greg, when you had Jermichael, when you had Donald, when you had James, you could predetermine because you knew what the matchup was going to be and you knew your guys, all five, were better than the guys across the line from you. You could do that. I don't think you can do that anymore. Um... You know, I, I, I look at all these other quarterbacks that get new wide receivers and then they just they just mesh. You know, they just start throwing on the ball. I don't understand this whole, you know, complexity of being able to get into the same mind with. Now, it takes a while and you got to get on the same page. I understand that. But, you know, at some point you just, you just got to – I'd rather 
it's almost like the uh, paralysis by analysis mentality. You know, everybody's so wound up not to make a mistake that you're running in quicksand at this point. You're struggling, you're trying, you're pushing yourself, you're moving, you're trying to work your way out of it, but you're just sinking. And that's the way this team feels right now. They just can't get out of their own way. But when it comes to running the football, the run solution, if you will, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you get back to more fundamental football, under center, better play fakes. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best, one of the best. Uh, the only other guy, the last two, two guys that I can remember that were that good at play faking was Boomer Esiason and Joe Montana, where they sold it to the point that the cameras and, and people in the stadium would miss it. That's how good Rodgers can be. But he can't do it in the shotgun. He's got to do it under center. Now, that means your offensive line has to block. And I think as much as we talk about Rodgers and the passes and where to run, when to run, this, if the offensive line doesn't block, you're, you're nothing. You're nothing, which is the same reason Tom Brady's struggling. His offensive line sucks. But they suck because of injury. The Packers just suck because of sucked them. Nobody knows why. You just suck. You just can't block. You can't hold a block for more than a couple of seconds. It just, I don't know. I, I don't know where to put all the all the blame in that particular case. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. But I, I agree with a lot of what you said, Kevin. I appreciate that phone call. Uh, Rick uh, agrees with you. Says he's dead right. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We got Mike Clemens coming up. I want to. I want to talk to Mike when we come back. Hang in there. We got more of Mike Clemens right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are back at practice getting ready for Sunday night football and the 5-1 and one Buffalo Bills. Linebacker Von Miller helped lead the Broncos and last year the Rams to Super Bowl titles, and he hopes to do the same this time for Buffalo and quarterback Josh Allen. You know, I've been around, you know, Josh... You know, since uh, since March now, man, I, you know, this is my 12th year in the league, man. You know, you know, he's just a creature, man. And, you know, a huge reason why I came here. Um, all of these guys, man, from Coach McDermott to Brandon Bean, all of these guys, man. It's just it's just an honor and a privilege to be these guys' brother and to be these guys' teammate and to come in and lead these guys each and every day. So it feels great. In Green Bay, Matt LaFleur getting questions on why David Bakhtiari was practicing every day the past two weeks when earlier in the month the plan was to rest his bad knee every other day. Well, I think that's definitely a discussion that's going to be had with all of us, myself, Dave, our medical staff, in terms of, you know, what's best. Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee Show on how the Packers lost three in a row in games they were all favored to win. Some of it's on the players, for sure, on us. Uh, some of it's on the coaching staff, as far as making sure they're really getting every detail into this. But ultimately, it's about the players. Players win, players lose. We're out there playing. So it's on us to get this fixed. That's Aaron Rodgers from Lambeau Field. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. You know, guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. You know, you gotta got to start cutting some reps. And maybe guys who aren't playing, uh, give them a chance. Welcome back to the program. The words of Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers not at practice today. Um, you know, kind of getting a day off for the thumb. Alan Lazard as well. Rashawn Gary uh, out there stretching, but no helmet today. Uh, for more on all of this, Mike Clemens now joining us on the hotline. Mike, oh, so uh, what's going on up in Green Bay, and how is all of this being received? 
Uh, my fellow reporters in the media think uh, that that was shocking to have a quarterback on a McAfee show calling for people's jobs. Interesting. So uh, was Matt LaFleur getting upset? No. Uh, I thought LaFleur did a really good job of keeping calm through the situation. But I, to me... It didn't seem like out of character or for where Rodgers has positioned himself with the franchise as a guy who says, yeah, I may have a conversation or two with Goody about potential trades to get us a receiver if we feel we need that, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I don't know if it's just because that makes for a great headline uh, or maybe maybe we all need to take a step back and say, hey, you know, how about you just play quarterback? And let the front office make those decisions about guys' jobs. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, to me, uh, the, the biggest thing that I see a problem with in these last three losses in a row overall is missed assignments on the offensive line. And so they tried to address that by getting Yash Nyman back on the field at right tackle and moving, you know, Elton over to left guard and blah, blah, blah. And still, they had some tremendous glaring mistakes. In terms of, of, uh, of injuries, yeah, it doesn't help having Lazard out because now it's like, all right, really now, who's your number one? Sammy Watkins? I mean, this is a guy that on a Wednesday practice just made a turn and pulled his hamstring. You know, and he's, he means well and he's trying so hard, but what is with this guy? He just makes a turn on a Wednesday practice and pulls a hammy. But to me, going into Buffalo, you don't have Rashawn Gary with a concussion. You know, he's in the protocol right now, but he's not on the practice field. That's that's your best player on defense, and he's got to go. And you need him against the Buffalo Bills, right? Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, if you don't have him, and Gabari's done a good, pretty good job of getting two sacks in the last couple of weeks, but you, he, that's not the same, dude. No, and that's another story. And that's, actually, I went down to look at those linebackers today. And to me, you know, the. The, the Rogers story was so big that pretty much took the whole press conference today, and then they, they pulled LaFleur because he was going to be late for practice. But that's the thing that I'm looking for is, you know, you had Jonathan Garvin, a guy who last last February, when I asked Goody, so Zadarius with the back, is he coming back? Yeah, you know, it's a, that's a strange injury. We'll have to see how that plays out. And, of course, he ends up signing with the Vikings. But he mentioned Jonathan Garvin like, that's my third guy. So now you get seven weeks into the season, and Garvin is a healthy scratch. So, you know, it's in, you need at least three outside linebackers. And if you don't have Rashawn, who's the guy? What are they doing at outside linebacker? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a mess right now. It really is. Mike, do you get to say, and I said this before, I, I, I said, look, I, it's not like this team doesn't have talent. They have talent in a lot of different areas. It seems like there's just something going on that we can't put our finger on. Can you put your finger on it? No, I, that's what I asked LaFleur. See, even though I just mentioned a couple of injuries, this is like the healthiest team this has been in two years to me. I mean, we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're in week eight, Bill. We, we haven't had season ending. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, we talked about, hey, you, you got to the playoffs last year. Boy, you just do this and this. And sure, you can lose Devontae Adams, but, you know, you should be able to recover and, and go here. Well, it's it's just been horrible. And today I asked LaFleur, how can you just go, 
Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday walkthrough and feel good that you have rehearsed. You've, you've rehearsed those plays on that menu, and you call it against the damn Washington team, and you get two missed assignments on an Aaron Jones run, and he gets clobbered five yards behind the limit line of scrimmage. And he just says, you know, and he said what they were running wasn't that exotic either. It's just, you know, it's a people business, and it's all 22, and so I don't know. He's got dumb football players all of a sudden. I mean, he's he's Lafleur's not putting anybody up. You know, he's not calling people out. But at some point, either Lafleur or Goody, someone's going to get cut or benched. I mean, someone needs to be exposed in all right. this. And they're not I, doing that. Mike, the other you know, I, I hear about young receivers and getting on the same page. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. You got one young one. Romeo Dobbs. Christian Watts is not even playing, so let's stop talking about him. Samari Torrey very rarely finds the field. And the only other guy that really hasn't been in the system, but he's a veteran in Sammy Watkins. This isn't like he's throwing to five rookies and doesn't nobody knows where they're going. You know what I mean? Well, and then so then so what's the next level? Is this CYA for the front office? Well, we really don't want to call it the players because we realize we screwed up at this point. <laughs> you know, we've realized Yeah. I mean but Mark Murphy's impatient. He's like, this guy wants a Super Bowl before he's out of here in two or three years. He wants a Super Bowl. And and uh, this is not looking like a really good plan. And Goody is going to have to answer to that. Uh, in terms of LaFleur, he's kind of like, you know, what do you want me to do? I, I, it's not like I'm making stuff up on Sundays. Uh, it's not like I'm pulling plays that they haven't practiced since training. He did say there are things that happen in, in, that we do in the OTAs we try and present with them the different looks, the, the, the situations that could come up that could make you have to change, you know, your rules on that play. Uh, but I don't, man, I don't get it. I mean, I, but the mistakes are clear. All you got to do is watch these games like a second time and go, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. my God. And I don't think it's Luke Butkus, the offensive line coach, necessarily. It's just, what are you thinking? Maybe it's Josh Myers. Maybe he's not making the right declaration, but – who knows? We're going to get Rodgers this afternoon. Maybe he'll call somebody out. Maybe he'll say we need a new center. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody, they've got to put somebody up. Uh, my next question, Mike, is do you think they make a deal before the trade deadline looking at the mess they're in right now? I don't know. I, you know, because I, I go back and forth with other teams that give up, you know, two or three picks for some guy, and then he ends up having, you know, a season-ending injury. I, you know, I don't know if if Claypool will do it. I don't know. If, I don't know if having Claypool standing out there wide open is going to help if you still got these problems on the offensive line. You know, mm-hmm. right? I, I, that's a great question. I then again, if you can get a guy for that, I, I would assume that Rodgers is here this year and next year. I can't imagine him retiring after this season and walking away. You get at least another year. If you get a guy now, maybe, just maybe, you end up getting him for a year and a half and can keep him on the same page and then bolster that receiving core going into next season. And You know what I mean? Maybe then he's in the system long enough to get it by next year and you can say, okay, now we're hitting the ground running, so that way we got a legitimate shot at winning next season before this thing comes to an end. I, Makes sense. There's nothing. There's nothing that Aaron says to me that says he's anything past this year, and I'm and I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm just you know to to get right to the point of it. I think he's kind of day to day. I think he will spend January and February, whether he goes to the Super Bowl or he doesn't even make the playoffs. I, I think he's going to make his decision 
then I don't think he's necessarily all in for the next two years, even though it's down on paper to get make a lot of money. Because he, he says a lot of things against it, like, I've got a lot of interest. You know, I don't know how much longer these legs will go. There's all kinds of things that he says that, that says, day to day. I'm a golfer. I'm going to just take it hole by hole before I decide if I'm going to play 36 or just 18 today. Right. Mike, good stuff, man. We will uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later on this evening if we can, and then we'll touch base again uh, with you on Friday, okay? I'll, I'll recap what we got in the locker room uh, after practice today, Bill. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's our own Mike Clemens. Don't forget, coming up tonight, we're going to be at uh, Kelly's Bleachers in Big Bend, Wisconsin, right off of 164 and 43. Come on by tonight, 6 to 8. It's the Bill Michaels Settle, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Good stuff. we got Mike Clemens tonight, uh, Grant Bills coming up tonight, Kevin Holden coming up tonight. Probably going to hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up tonight. we got a lot of good stuff on tap for the huddle this evening as we talk a lot about this Green Bay Packers team, and we'll pick up discuss discussion later on this evening. Hey, thanks to everybody over on the Bud Light live stream. Thanks to all of you for watching the program. Thanks to you wherever you're listening to it, whether it's on one of the fine radio stations all throughout the great state of Wisconsin, on the app, on uh, the podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever it happens to be. We really appreciate you being a part of the program. Until we talk later on tonight, or maybe even tomorrow, have a go. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.